episode seven with Bryce Cornet on the Nine Point Start with a Dream podcast. Welcome to the Nine Point Start with a Dream podcast, where our goal is to showcase athletes and the community that supports them through being real and authentic about the goals and journey. I'm your host, Kobe Gillum. Today's episode features Bryce Cornet. Bryce is an up-and-coming race car driver from Northern Oklahoma. We talk about Bryce's journey from the early car days to now working his way to Formula One racing and a documentary he has coming out sharing more about his journey and the health alignment he had to overcome to get to where he is today. Don't want to share too much, so let's get to it. Hey Bryce, how's it going? Hey Jacoby, uh, appreciate you having me on. This is awesome. So for those who don't know, Bryce and I went to college together at Oklahoma. We saw him in class and I would see like his race stuff and I was like, I want to know more about this. Fast forward two years later, almost two years later, like, hey Bryce, you want to come on the, the podcast yeah. and talk about your journey? So yeah, I uh, I saw, no, I appreciate you having me here. Um, my name is Bryce. Uh, me and Jacoby, uh, like you said, uh, had a marketing class at OU. We're in the marketing division together. So met each other there. I'm Bryce Cornet. I'm an aspiring race car driver from Norman, Oklahoma, and that's kind of my uh, my my vision right now, and has always been kind of my vision on in terms of uh, uh, making it in racing. So uh, that's currently kind of where my mindset and where it's kind of always been. So, so when you were starting out, you know, coming up in Norman, was that like your I both kept thinking of basketball, football. So, wait, was your thing always driving? Yeah. So, um, well. It's funny because, uh, you know, most kids are usually wanting to be, you know, astronauts or something. That's kind of like the the stereotypical, you know, the type of thing that people want to do. But I've always wanted to race. I think from the earliest I can remember, I remember being like three years old. And uh, I used to go to bed watching this Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon was my, my favorite race car driver growing up when I was really young. Okay. Uh, I branched out from NASCAR. I love NASCAR. I love every form of racing, but I've, I have a bunch of different drivers, but Jeff Gordon growing up was my main uh, kind of idol. And so I, my room was decked out in Jeff Gordon stuff. I used to go to bed every night when I was younger watching, uh, it was called Jeff Gordon Wide Open. It was talking about how he got into racing and some karting things in there and about how he got started. And I was probably about four or five when I was going to bed watching that. And then, uh, you know, the die cast cars, I, you know, in the middle of the living room at home playing with die cast cars and seeing that. And so I think my parents uh, definitely saw how much I liked racing. My dad had all grown up liking racing, but never was able to uh, financially get into it. But with go-karting, go-karting, my my parents got me into go-karting at age six. So uh, I started, uh, they got me my first kart and it kind of steamrolled from there. And so um, I know my dad started, my dad started karting a little bit as well, early 2000s. So, so how does karting get kind of differ from, I guess, other racing type? Or I guess, like, karting kind of be like the college version of, right, of racing. Yeah. So it's uh, you could probably even really kind of like the elementary school of racing. Um, you have different divisions in karting. You have as young kids as young as about four years old now getting into karting. When I first got in, my first kart was uh, did about fifty miles per hour. So they're not super super slow. This isn't uh, I'm. When I used to tell people, or my friends when I was younger, that I used to race go-karts, they kind of thought it was like the Celebration Station or kind yeah. of the fun cars. But yeah. 
Um, a little bit more serious, you learn a lot of your techniques, uh, driving styles, how to take corners, just the basics of racing and basing, basic techniques and uh, sportsmanship and things like that are learned. Once you progress through the karting ranks, you get all the way up to shifter karts. It gets very competitive and it's basically you can go pro in karting. Something that I was doing, uh, there's a go-kart team in Norman, Oklahoma, uh, Champion Racing, uh, that have supported me throughout my whole racing career. And I raced with them from the age of six, worked out at the track there for a long time and uh, raced for them for, I, up, you know, for a long time. I did a race last year uh, in karting as I'm kind of transitioning into cars now. But um, yeah, karting's, karting's a, a crazy world. It, you can learn a lot from it for sure. So as an athlete, like, how do you train? Is it like, is it more of a mental thing? Is it like, like I don't even know about a lot about racing. Like, so how do you really train as a, as a driver? Right. So a lot of it is in terms of training, uh, you have to, the, the more physically fit you are, the better you're off you're going to be. And I think um, racing doesn't get that uh, type of uh, acknowledgement sometimes. I think people think you can kind of wing it most times, but you have to be, you have to have endurance. Uh, it's more muscular endurance um, for, for people that want to know that. I mean, the gym, of course, uh, you got to do cardio, things like that. Just keep in shape. Um, not huge weights, you know, you're not, um, training for football or, you know, lifting a lot of weights, but you definitely are training your endurance. And then of course it's mental as well. So you got to, a lot of that comes from just being on the track consistently and racing against others and being smart, uh, being calm, you know, not letting, uh, things get the better of you, uh, especially when things are on the line and things like that. So a lot of stress management and things like that come into play. It's, it's almost like a chess match at times when you're racing against others that are highly competitive. So. So what has been your journey been like so far? If you can describe it, like, how do you describe just the process of going from six years, six years old to where you are now? Like how has it been? It's uh, it's been an up and down uh, deal. So definitely, I, my parents have been so supportive always in my racing. They got me starting, like I said, when I was six. Got me my first cart. I started going out to the track immediately. Me and my dad uh, would test every day. Um, so we would go out to the racetrack, test every day after you get off work, um, and that continued for years and years. My dad's always been uh, well, just my tuner, kind of like mechanic and mentor and uh, just a huge support system for my parents and my family in racing, but they've always supported me. I've never, you know, my family is by far uh, a huge rock for me in terms of uh, progressing in racing, but you always have the financial aspect of racing. In 2010, uh, in high school, uh, I was sitting in geometry class and I had what felt like my heart was skipping beats. So I was having, at the time with a what they call heart palpitations. Um, I got up from class, called my mom. I was like, something's going on. I don't, don't really know what's going on. It's kind of freaking me out a bit. Uh, I thought I was having a heart attack at 15, which was, I don't know what a heart attack felt like. So that was just my first reaction. Later on, my obviously went to the OU medical and uh, they diagnosed me that night with Wolf Parkinson White and SVT, which is supraventricular tachycardia, both uh, heart abnormalities. Uh, I had two catheter ablation procedures that they uh, were able to fix the issue. But during that time, there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of financial stress. Uh, my parents at the time were still backing a lot of my racing and I couldn't race. 
but what, right. was, what was that like? I mean, like you like kind of uh, your passion was there, but right, it's it's hard. Uh, so I think any athlete or any anybody that's wanting to do something that is kind of being held back from something, getting an injury, and you're not able to do something that you want to progress at. I was at a prime age for progressing and racing. I just got back from Toronto, Canada in my first uh, formula car and was offered a full ride for that next year, uh, which was being considered. And uh, it all was kind of put on the back burner. And it was, that's definitely hard to, hard to do because you want to do it so bad and you, you know, you have so much time to progress. And unfortunately, when we, when that happened financially, we just weren't able to for to race um which i understood at the time but it 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 definitely sucked it was uh it was hard to uh hard to do for the longest time was there ever like a thought in your mind like that you're gonna be done racing forever uh no um and that there is uh i definitely was going to race i actually i was still wearing a heart monitor whenever i hopped back into a uh, go-kart I was still in carts a little uh, quite a bit at that time too I was still wearing a heart monitor at one point whenever I was uh, testing one day so I was definitely not letting that stop me there's a film that my friend and I are making uh, about kind of about this and my racing uh, called driven that we're coming out with if anybody wants to hear more about it but in the gist of it it was um it, you know it, it was financially strapping I mean finan- racing is so much about financials and about how well you manage your money and obviously, being that young, I worked as hard as I could. Uh, I worked whenever I wasn't at school to save up for racing and help my parents. And, you know, that's at the time, though, medical bills were just too much. So you went through that. Now you're, you're going to go to college. What is your thought process when it comes to, like, pursuing racing but still pursuing the college degree? Yeah, so... I was always able to balance racing uh, with school pretty well. Throughout high school, I was obviously, whenever I found out about the heart issues, I I was about a sophomore in high school. So I wasn't able to race through most of high school. But when I got into college, I was back into karting. I was able to get back into some race cars. I was uh, doing test sessions and things. And so there was nothing that really was holding me back. But by the time I got out of high school, I was kind of more financially independent in terms of paying for my own racing and, you know, taking that, taking more of that uh, stress, financial stress off my parents. My parents still helped me out. They, my dad supported me in my racing would tune for me for karting events, but I was able to start paying for a majority of my racing and as much as I could. Well, how much does it cost for racing? Like, uh, like on average. So you have two different forms. So karting um, was, you know, it, at the pro level that we were racing at nationally and, and traveling, we would travel uh, east and west coast uh, all around the U- United States. The biggest races and uh, karting races, uh, Las Vegas. Those can reach the tens of thousands, roughly. But then you also have one of your uh, best forms of uh, car racing at an entry level is uh, Formula Mazda. And it is roughly the same price. And it is a full open wheel car and, you know, easy to get into and a lot of fun to drive as well. So about 20,000 in the, in the tens of thousands, but uh, you know, as you progress, it obviously gets more and more expensive. And football, you got to do buy cleats, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I always like, I always talk about how I wish, wish race car drivers could be like drafted as a, as a way, because a lot of times, a lot of teams are also looking for financial assistance as well. So they're looking for what kind of sponsors you can bring onto the team as well as your driving abilities. So those are, there's two different aspects. You have to both be a good 
good driver and you have to be uh, have a business mind as well in terms of marketing and things. And I think that's why marketing was so interesting to me uh, going into college. So what about racing? Like, why do you love it? Well, I like the thrill aspect of it, but there's just something about it. And also being in the car, there's just a feeling about being in a car that's, you know, once you get into a flow of things and you kind of, you're in your dimension and you're able to get out there and you're doing well, the car, the feeling of the car, um, just being out on the track is, it's just, it's always been a lot of fun to me, even just being at the racetrack. There's just something about being around that type of environment. That's always, uh, been really exciting for me. And, you know, I've just always had a huge passion for it. Awesome. So you mentioned that, that you're working on like a documentary type of film. So is mm-hmm. that kind of like kind of showing more of an insight, like kind of behind the scenes? Yeah. So it's talking about my racing basically from day one. I have uh, my parents talking to it. They've been been such a great support of mine. So I got, you know, my parents are talking in this. Um, it talks a little bit about my growing up in Norman, Oklahoma and uh, racing carts as well as uh, progressing into racing cars uh, currently and trying to continue to find sponsors like I'm doing now to reach this 2018 season. So it, it does a really nice job. It's a short documentary uh, called Driven. It's filmed by Wild Range Media and Trevor Rogers out of Norman, Oklahoma. And a great, he's done a great job in terms of telling the story in a short amount of time. We're entering uh, film festivals this year. And uh, the, the movie is roughly about seven minutes long. So it's just, it gives enough people time to sit down take a look at it and you know hopefully people are interested in it but it it's uh tells a story of definitely about my heart stuff and just kind of uh, the struggles of uh dealing with that while trying to progress in racing as well that's crazy because like i didn't even know you had the heart thing before you came yeah and a lot of people don't a lot of people don't i mean they like i had some friends text me um we were you know we were able to show just the trailer to a couple of friends and, you know, they, they texted me or whatever and said, Hey, I didn't know about your, your hard deal. And so I, there's a lot of people, I think it's a cool way to kind of show people. Cause that's another thing when I was, when I was younger and I had that, the heart thing going on, I didn't really want people to know about it. I was more of like, I, you know, I don't really want to want you to know about it. Um, and it talks about, I guess I didn't really know how serious it could have been. Uh, for me, it was just, I'm going to the doctor. I'm going to get it figured out. I eventually did. I had a great cardiologist who um, partially cured. So I'm not completely cured of this. I could have another ablation procedure, but did a great job to where I'm having no side effects. You know, it, it at the time, I didn't think it was a big deal because I was able to go to the doctor and it was done and I went home. But my parents had to go through some uh, struggles too, uh, both in just the stress of it. And uh, that driven, the the short film does a good job about telling about those certain types of things. Awesome. So will it be like on YouTube or something or, Vin or, or something like that? It'll or? be, um, first off, it'll be if, you know, if you're interested, we definitely will be showing trailers and things online on Facebook. We also have a GoFundMe set up, uh, cool. GoFundMe um, driven slash film driven hyphen film but we will be able to you know share it in terms of uh, a little bit before we go to film festivals uh, okay. but after we hit the film festivals we'll definitely roll it out okay cool i'll have some links in the bottom of this so okay. as you progress you know you got you got, you got the documentary coming out you know you're doing the film festival you're still kind of racing more what's your your in your end goal with something that you want to make sure you achieve next um so 
you know, for the upcoming goal, um, I'm looking at doing, uh, I'm currently doing Formula Mazda right now with a great team out of uh, Crescent, Texas, um, Texas Autosport. And um, Moses Smith and uh, Sitara are the two that uh, really run a great uh, race team there. And uh, I've been going and doing test sessions with them and uh, hoping to do a full season in 2018 that hits Austin, New Orleans, and certain areas. Um, and definitely seeking sponsors um, is a huge goal and always is a goal is seeking uh, financial help. But there's, um, you know, benefits of um, the sponsorship as well um, for the sponsor. But that's my main goal is to def definitely continue a uh, full season next year and not just hit one-off races. Um, we were able to hit my first ever Formula Mazda race last year at the end of the year. And um, I ended up winning it. So my first ever, first ever cool. one. So, um, you know, that's, it, I, that's my short-term goal. My long-term goal is uh, if we were able to do the season uh, in Formula Mazda is to Formula Mazda feeds into an IndyCar uh, ladder system, which allows you to progress in that as well. And I think that's where my, that's where my eyes are set right now. So yeah and it's like uh i don't want to get too motivational on everybody yeah. but like it, you see those things about the ups and downs of things and so when you look back on it you don't always just see this perfect trajectory of mm. where you started to where you end up you know it's usually you look back and you're like man i sometimes i don't feel like i came that far yeah but if i was to go back and and relive everything that ever happened from the time i started karting to where i'm at now it you know i'd a lot of it is just a roller coaster at times. Um, and definitely I've, I've done everything I could to progress. Uh, I hope one day that I'm able to, uh, you know, be at a, a pro level. Um, I believe my driving and things are at a pro level. It's just, uh, you know, making it to that, that stage. I just really appreciate all the uh, support from family and, and friends and things. I, I, uh, I'm hundred percent humble about, um, I'm nowhere near where I, I currently probably want to be. I feel like I could, I want to progress a lot faster. Um, but I'm taking things as they come. Um, I have a lot of people supporting me. Um, I'm very thankful for those people. Um, my family, my mom, my dad, um, friends. Um, and it's, it's an awesome journey because it, it's a lot less fun taking the journey by yourself. Uh, yeah. and it's a lot more fun, uh, you know, getting to travel with family if they're able to come to races and doing this documentary with uh, my friend Trevor, uh, we actually go all the way back to elementary school. So it's like, it's so cool to um, be able to do something with somebody that you went to elementary school with. And now you guys are, you know, we're grownups now mm -hmm. and we're making this uh, film and he's helping tell my story basically um, from the beginning of my racing. Awesome. So I have a kind of work toward wrapping up. Where can we kind of find you more about you, your social media, website, anything like that? Yeah, you can definitely find me on uh, Instagram, um, Facebook, um, Bryce Cornet. And also the Driven film is uh, definitely something that people can support uh, if you are wanting to. Trailer is about to be available. Um, by the time this podcast probably hits, the trailer is probably going to be out. So um, definitely check that out you mentioned the link. Yeah. So the GoFundMe, check out the GoFundMe for Driven. If you uh, would like to donate, we are, uh, there's a lot of perks to donating, you know, invites to the festivals and, and certain things like that, uh, credit on the film. Um, 
and we're just making it a fun deal. We're going to have some screenings and things for uh, family, friends, and those that are supporting us, um, and just making it a just a cool journey because uh, it's more it's more not so much about it's definitely not about making the money on on the film. It's basically something that I'm going to cherish for a long time. Me and my family are uh, just a video that kind of wraps up kind of where I'm at now. We plan to expand on this for the next couple of years. Um, you know, just to see where that goes. But yeah, so definitely Facebook, Instagram, and then uh, check out the Driven GoFundMe page. Cool. I think it's also good because you don't really get a lot of notoriety for like racing sports, you know, and come to like media. Right. So it can be kind yeah. of cool to kind of get somebody to kind of share their journey. Because you see a lot of like basketball, documentary, football, but not a lot of, not a lot of racing ones, though. Yeah, and I think he, he's telling it in a very um, similar way to uh, how a lot of those are told in the racing, in, in the sports world, athletic world in general. So I think it's something that people will enjoy. I hope they enjoy. So we'll just have to wait and see. But um, awesome. I'm definitely excited about that. That is something that I'm super stoked about. Cool, so. cool, man. We look forward to it. And um, thank you for coming on, Bryce. We appreciate it. Dude, I appreciate you, and uh, best of luck. I yeah. wish you the best. You too, man. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Nine Point Starter Figuring Podcast. I was your host, Jacoby Gillum. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review, love your thoughts. You can check out more about what we're doing with Nine Point at ninepoint.com. Until the next episode, talk to you soon.